I love the idea of a thought comes in and you say, shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this important to mm-hmm. me right now? Is this productive? Exactly. To me. Is it a productive right thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it is, maybe we can explore that. If it's not, throw it aside. Get rid of it. And move on. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and fad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. I'm Kelsey. And Rachel's not here this week. (laughs) I didn't mean to sound happy about that. I miss her. But I have a special guest on this week. We have Isley, who is a TTSL coach for our daily programming and our coach in our Facebook group that is now like 44,000. Yeah, it's getting up there. It's growing every day. Yeah. Amazing. Hi, guys. We love you. (laughs) So, Isley, welcome. Thanks. Hi. Hi. Um, baby's first podcast. So very excited. Um, <laughs> and it's an interesting podcast day because we're at my, we're podcasting today live from my house. The new apartment. The new apartment. I just moved in. And so guys, we set up this <laughs> microphone to a folding table. On the bed. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the bed. Yeah, so it's getting real weird. The neighbors are probably wondering what's going on in here with the microphone over the bed. But here we are. But here we are, just making it work. And we're going to talk about some body image today. Yes, body image. Super excited. One of the things that is spoken about in the fitness industry, but like not always good. Yeah. And I think we put so much, we put a lot of focus on body image. Yes. But it's almost like... I don't know. A lot of times it's like shoving it down people's throats of being like, have a body, body positive. Like, yes. do, like you have to love you your body. Love you your body. have to love your body. Yeah. And you don't have to love your body for what it looks like mm-hmm. or even for what it does. You just have to like appreciate it for existing essentially. Cause it does way more than just like, let us have a nice butt or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. No, I know. Cause the, I mean, as soon as we start to talk about body image, we, we say like, you have to love your butt. Yeah. And like, you love your curves, love, Listen, your, love like, your stretch marks, love the everything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love shit. You just have to like accept it and appreciate that you're worth more than what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's so much like twists and turns with body image and like how that evolves over time. But something that I always relate it to, it's like your partner, your husband, your girlfriend, whoever it is, like you love them, right? But like, are they perfect? Exactly. No. Probably not. But you respect them. <laughs> for what they bring to your life, mm-hmm. what they do, you know, you have, there's so many things that you love about them. Yes. That isn't just their physical appearance. Yes. So like, why don't we treat ourselves the same way? Well, yeah. Why don't we give ourselves the same level of like respect and care mm-hmm. when yes, those people might be important to us, but really in our lives, like we should be the most important to us yeah. because we're what we have mm-hmm. no matter what. Yep. All the time. Yeah. 
we, are, and what we spend raised, the most time with ourselves out of anybody else. Mm-hmm. So why should we let that voice be so like our, our inner voice be so dependent on something that we look like? Yeah. And I just think like you are what you bring to every relationship around you. Mm-hmm. So when we think about like our relationships being super important to us or like our interactions with the world being super important to us, like we have to make sure like we got us. Yes. first and, yes. then, and then those interactions all improve those it's, relationships um, all improve there's a favorite poem or it's not even a poem anymore or really it's um Maya Angelou mm-hmm. so she's like one of my favorite like female like she was a poet but um she has a line that's I got my own back and I love that one because yeah. you have to have your own back <laughs> yeah oh of course. Um, so that one's like one of my favorites but that's what that made me think of when you said that like, yeah. yeah I got my own back oh hell yeah <laughs> so we brought Isley on to talk about some body image but I wanted to kind of give some background for you. Yes. Obviously, I told you, I told everyone that you're a coach for us now mm-hmm. and a nutrition coach, USAW, weightlifting coach, <laughs> and just a coach. Coach, um, <laughs> coach, coach. <laughs> in several different aspects. But do you want to give some background about you? Yeah. You so um, let's get to know Isley. Yes, let's get to know <laughs> So I am from Montana. Fun fact, I love mm-hmm. finding all of you other Montanans in the group because I do see you sometimes. I'm like, yeah, we got to stick together. But so I'm from Montana. I got into fitness when I was 20. I think it was right before my 21st birthday. I had just gotten out of um, an, an emotionally abusive relationship. And I was, you can call it what it is. Like I was definitely anorexic. Like I didn't really eat much. I probably like survived off of like 600-ish calories a day. I was very strict about calorie counting. I would go as long as I could without eating. And I was 40 pounds lighter than I am now. And so that was when I got into fitness. I had left that relationship and kind of just didn't really know what to do anymore. I was never fit before that. Like never, I didn't play any sports. I danced a little bit growing up, mostly just like horseback road and like did farm shit, like raised pigs and all that good stuff. <laughs> I was shit. a pig farmer. Very fun. Very exciting. Um, I didn't know that about you yeah. being a pig farmer. I was a pig farmer. Um, I used to train horses start to finish. So like I've always taught pigs in some respect, but Mm -hmm. it was horses and now it's people, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so got into fitness when I was 20. I was about 100 pounds. I started lifting and I remember my first like actual like lift that I tested was deadlift and I think it was 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so that's gotten much heavier now throughout. It's like, it's been almost seven years and spring will be like seven years that I've started doing this. And I started actually coaching about six years ago Mm -hmm. because I just fell in love with working out and lifting fitness. Um, and I wanted to share that with other people. And I was like, what better way than to teach it? Yeah. So I always find that very interesting too, because like people always say like, well, how did you get into coaching? Like, how did you get into this? And I think that every person or coach that I've talked to has like a similar story. Like, you know, I, I found lifting or I, you know, I found functional fitness, whatever it is, and then have loved it so much that I've needed to share it. Well, yeah, it just did did so much for me that I was like, hey, like if there's anyone else that was in that like really awful mindset that I was in Mm -hmm. and I could maybe like give them a leg up and figuring out how to get out of it. Because I never want to say that I'm the reason that someone got out of something. I just want to give someone the tools to make themselves better because no one can actually make someone else better. We can just kind of guide people into making themselves better, Mm -hmm. which helps them do the same for other people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And I think it's just, I want to go back to like a little bit to where you started mm-hmm. because I know that a lot of the women I talk to 
they have this idea that once they lose a certain mm. amount of weight mm-hmm. and regardless of how they get there, that that's going to be, they're going to be happy. They're going to be satisfied with their body image and that rainbows and unicorns, oh. you know what I mean? Like, like everyone can finally has fit this, like, into these size zero jeans, yeah. like everything in life is going to perfectly align. It's that goal. Mine was falling apart. Yes. <laughs> My life was completely falling apart when I was that small. Like nothing was good. I didn't even like myself. I still felt not attractive. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I felt like big, but I definitely didn't like myself. I didn't like who I was mentally. Like I feel like this, I'm not trying to be like mean, like mentally, I feel like I was just really, really weak. I don't associate with who I was really all anymore because I think back to the mindset during a lot of like my first workouts or just a lot of like situations in life and how I handled them and I handled them poorly Mm -hmm. and I would like lash out at people. I've actually had to go back in the years and apologize to people whether I did something wrong or not about how I reacted in a situation because I don't like how I reacted in a situation mm-hmm. so I've had to like find them on Facebook and like send a message and be like hey like I know this was a really messed up situation and I'm sorry that I was this person in that situation and I hope you're doing well that's not who I am anymore and I just I'm sorry for how I reacted and so I don't always find myself doing that in situations so much anymore. Like if I do come up upon an unsavory situation, because I'm not going to pretend that like life is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, now. No. <laughs> um, and sometimes, you know, we still all have those bad reactions. I'm either a lot quicker at catching myself, acting a way that I don't like or respect, and I can stop it or I can go back like in a matter of days and be like, hey, I handled this really poorly. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like that's um been a lot better for me since I like started yeah fitnessing because <laughs> you i mean you have time to think about those important things <laughs> 20 minute amraps they come up sometimes like just like oh god i have all this stuff to think about besides the fact that i can't breathe um, <laughs> no i totally get that but i i think that it just is such a common thread that so many women have this idea that you know i will love myself when i get to this size or well, i will love myself when i lose this weight or you know, something, something along those lines. And what I really want to kind of focus on with this episode is that that work Mm -hmm. that's done happens long before you lose the weight or gain the muscle or whatever it is, like whatever your goal is. I mean, essentially they're, they're all in this like line, but they, there's, they're always the same path to get there, Yep. you know, because I know that there were times for me personally, when I started my fitness journey, like I was super unhappy. Oh, I was thinking about this this morning. I was very unhappy with myself and the way that I looked. Mm-hmm. And I had this, like, when I started working out, I was like, or when I started like functional fitness, I was, I was kind of an elliptical girl. I was too. Yeah. Elliptical girl. I, I spent an hour on the elliptical yeah. and do my like Jillian and Michaels then did your, uh, Jillian Michaels. <laughs> Screw you, Julie Michaels. Um, <laughs> and like an ab circuit, and like yes. that's all I was all concerned abs. about. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? That is even you know a place that some people are like, well, you know, I'm I'm there right now. I'm doing my ab circuit right now, listening to you. <laughs> no, um, oh, no. <laughs> but when you are just focusing on, I have to go to the gym because this is going to make my body look better. We're not working. We're not doing any work between the ears. Like no, we're not doing exactly. any work mentally. Yeah, and a lot of the time we're doing a lot of damage. Yep. Actually. Yep. And for 
for me, like I, I was feeling in, the, in a similar place when I started functional fit sync, when I started CrossFit, I really, I loved the whole idea and I had no idea what was going on, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm just going to do this thing. And I remember one of the first days that it was really hot and I was going to wear shorts. Mm-hmm. This is relevant because our shorts just came out. They're freaking awesome. I'm in them right now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they're amazing. But we were going to wear shorts and I, when I first started, I had just gotten out of a terrible relationship and I was kind of living different places at the time. So I would, I had like a suitcase, but I didn't have clothes with me. I know that life. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't have like any clothes with me. So I would go to my sister's house, Rachel, (laughs) and just like steal some of her clothes. If you've ever heard us arguing about clothes, that's what happened. I think it's a sister thing. Yeah, it's totally My sister totally stole something one time and didn't tell me. And then I saw her senior pictures in it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my shirt. That totally happens. <laughs> you're like, you wore that. And you're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> you're in it in this picture. <laughs> so I would like go to her house and like put put shorts on. And I was always wearing, I never wore shorts because I hated my legs. Mm-hmm. And like at the time, you know, I was in my 20s, way back in my 20s. Way back, way back then. <laughs> A whole like three years ago. <laughs> Um, but I wouldn't wear shorts because I was very uncomfortable with the way my legs looked. And mm-hmm. she was wearing like booty shorts at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had just like looked at her and I was like, I'm never going to wear booty those. shorts. Yeah. And looking, looking at that now, <laughs> I have just designed some booty you shorts. Live in them. Live in them. <laughs> but at that time, it's so weird because I remember looking at her and saying, I'm never going to wear booty shorts. Mm-hmm. I have cellulite. I have fat legs. Mm-hmm. I have another bum underneath my bum. Like the there's two bums. bums. <laughs> double bum. Double bum. <laughs> The old DB. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, I'm never going to do that. And over the course of figuring out like what my body was capable of and starting to respect my body for what it could do, that changed. And I've seen mm-hmm. that so many times with athletes that coached. Oh my God. It's you the know? most fun transformation so to watch fun. too. It's the most fun transformation to watch. Because you start to see them with like these big t-shirts and big things that come around and then it's like, oh, maybe they're going to wear capris. Oh, maybe we're going to wear shorts. Well, and even just like the level of confidence, like people like really come out of their shell and you're like, you were not yes. like this when I met you. You are so sassy and I love it. And I love it. It's I might amazing. cut you right now, but you, I love it. <laughs> but thank right? so much. Thank <laughs> so much. <laughs> But it's just this amazing transformation that doesn't happen overnight. And no. it's not a, you don't get to a size and you say like, oh, finally, I am a size two and I can have this confidence. It's yeah. this thing that happens that you just start to feel. And, yes. and then it just like trickles into every aspect of your life. Well, you don't always realize it either. Like you don't, you oh, don't no. have that like, aha, like until like you've been living the life and you come across a situation. You're like, damn, a year ago that would have leveled me. Yep. And I just handled it like a boss. Yeah. Nothing. And yeah. it's, you're like, oh my God, like I am a different person and you're the same person, but you're not all yeah. at the same time. And isn't that what, the, like for us, like what this podcast is always been yes. about, but like being able to be happier, healthier humans is what we say all the time, but yes. being a human that is able to handle things that come your way. Yep. And that's what we're always looking to build that resilience, yep. you know, and that those like capable actions that yep. we can do. So I just think like if we would be remiss, if we didn't talk about body image Yes. in that conversation. Yeah, no, that's very important because it's a huge part of it because that's why probably both of us got started yep. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Was and it's weird because we didn't because, have a great body image. <laughs> yeah, didn't have a great body image. And it's, I think that like, however you start out, like it, it really doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if you've started, you're along the way, but we can kind of like refine 
those skills along the way mm -hmm. and then just figure out something amazing. Well, it's, it's just ever changing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure next year I still won't be the person like I'm going to have like the same core values and all yeah. that stuff. I'm still going to be a different person. I'm like, damn, a lot of growth in that year. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of it will probably be body image because even like still like the six and a half to seven years in, I still have changing body yeah. image things. Mm -hmm. And it's just like different than different issues with body image or different. I don't want to exactly call them issues because like just different things with body image yeah. than like it that. was like six years ago. Cause you don't want to call them issues because then it makes it seem like naughty or like mm -hmm. you shouldn't talk about it or it gives it like a negative emotion. Yep. I feel the same way about like foods when we call things like a naughty food. Yeah. But same with yeah. body image. Like we shouldn't, it's a thing and we shouldn't exactly put emotion with that thing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. What I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> it does make sense. Like my sense brain is like kind of like, hmm. <laughs> I know it's been like a, a process, ever changing process. Ever changing process. Um, do you remember, do you want to talk about some parts of that process? Yeah. I do remember the first time that I stopped like caring about food and I did go ham. That was like definitely within like my first year of like lifting heavy weights. So I was like, which is totally, I gave it an excuse to be like, I can eat whatever I want. And I put on some weight, but like, I never necessarily felt terrible about it. I didn't love it, but I noticed like all my clothes were getting tighter and it's like, yes, well, you're not a hundred pounds anymore. Um, and so I do kind of remember that. And that wasn't necessarily a positive body image, but it wasn't necessarily a bad one. Um, and I still definitely had like some of like the, um, almost instead of glorifying like the super skinny girls, I was overly glorifying the super muscular girls. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Because even as a fit chick, you still look at someone that is wildly fit mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, that's what I should look like. And then it's like, no, I shouldn't, shouldn't look like anything. Like I should just look how I look, mm -hmm. but I definitely started like overly glorifying them. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think we can find ourselves in that trap mm -hmm. a lot of times. A like lot of times. Like, oh, well, I want to look like that. Well, now. you watch the games and they're a bunch of monsters. Yeah. And like, I should look like that. And then yeah. you're like, I shouldn't have to tell myself that I should look like anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I always say like, for me too, like, I'm not, I'm not downplaying any of like my accomplishments, but I know that there are people much fitter than me mm -hmm. that don't look as fit. Mm -hmm. physically just yep. looking at just looking at you know two different bodies yep. and I just think that's so important for people to realize exactly. because fit doesn't look the same it doesn't look like yeah it doesn't there's no person. there's no cookie cutter image of what fit looks like and isn't that amazing though it's isn't the that the coolest thing like once you really it's think about it better like, when someone doesn't look like what you think the like ideal fit person looks like and mm -hmm. then you watch them go out there and they just like smash whatever lift they're going for or yeah. like do this crazy gymnastics complex and you're like Dang. Walking on the street, I would not have expected that, mm -hmm. but I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> I respect the shit that. out of that. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's such a cool part because you're like, oh my God, like I did not think that was coming. And you're just like, once you start looking at the capabilities of a person's body though, I look at that and I'm like, wow, I wish I could be as fit as them. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with their physical appearance. Nothing to do with what they look like. It has everything to do with what they are capable of and what their bodies allow them to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I Well, I just love that <laughs> shift because like, as soon as, you know, you started lifting and like crossfitting, doing mm -hmm. like functional fitness stuff and the focus started to be on, okay, what, what can my body do? How's it functioning? Yeah. So like, I always say this with abs too. I'm like, everyone's looking for that like six pack, 
<laughs> whatever way to get a six pack to yes. them. And it's like this like gold star of fitness, but it's like, what is your core capable Doing of? For you? you can yeah. see a super fit person. And they, uh, I guess I should quote super fit person because Mm -hmm. they look super fit, Mm -hmm. but they're just like showy muscles. And if you threw any weight on them at all, they would just like crumble Mm -hmm. because their muscles don't have any like substance. It's like a nice car that doesn't drive. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I want to be able to drive. (laughs) I want to go fast. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. (laughs) And now we're still moving quoting. So perfect. What's the point in having a nice car if it doesn't go anywhere? Exactly. It's it's pointless. It just like looks nice and then you're like, oh no, I need a getaway vehicle and you can't go anywhere. Yeah. And it falls apart. Falls apart. There's a wheel along the way. Mm -hmm. It's not going very far. No. And then every situation that comes, you know, you can't drive. Yeah. (laughs) You can't drive away. Well, shit. (laughs) Well, shit. We have a problem. (laughs) So the main function, the main like idea is like your body it's got to be able to do its job. Yeah. We all have those muscles mm-hmm. and it's more about if they're doing their job or if they just look like they're doing their job. Yeah. You know, show ads. it's like, it's like, uh, it's like that employee that like sleeps all day and then they see their boss coming and they start typing really fast. <laughs> you're not actually yeah. typing anything. You're not actually doing your job. <laughs> it's like, are you actually doing your job or are you just looking like you're doing your job? Because I look at the reports and it doesn't look like you're doing your job. But when I walk and see you, it looks like you're doing your job. And one of these is more important than the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Production. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The actual production. Yeah. <laughs> Same well, with your body parts. <laughs> Same with your body parts. <laughs> One of the things that I always think too, like when we start to talk, when we are talking about body image is just that body image can, for women has come a long way. Yes. And I don't want to downplay that at all because I, I do think it's still, it's still getting better. Yes. It's, and it it's not as bad as it was. No, it's come so far. <laughs> I mean, when I, I get so mad. <laughs> I don't know how I interact with the world sometimes. I was in I was in Home Goods and I was checking out and they you know how they have like you know how they have all these like little things as you like check out to try and like mm-hmm. pique your interest. The impulse buys. Yeah. <laughs> and they have this like fitness section. Oh. And they were like ankle weights and hand weights and just like shake weights and shake then weights. a wrap. Around oh, the your sweet stomach. sweat. The wrap. sweet sweat. Yes, wrap. the sweet sweat. And that's like just... supposed to make you sweat and somehow that makes you fitter? Not sure. Not, not sure fitter. Like that. <laughs> not fitter. We did I'm a whole episode like, on that, so check that yeah. out. Um, it's I think it's called Sweet Sweat is Bullshit. <laughs> I think we actually named the episode. What a, <laughs> I wonder what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's mystery. It's a mystery what that one's about. <laughs> so I was going through the line, I'm like checking out. And all of the all of the people pictured on this were women. It was clearly targeted for yes. women. And I yeah. was just like how are we going to fix this idea of a body image when this is what we're feeding them? Mm-hmm. Especially with women. If, you never see a man with a sweet sweat wrap on. That's what I'm saying. Imagine <laughs> if they, they had a picture of a man with the ankle weights on yeah. and the line checking out. Like that wouldn't be a thing because we are like, well, for a man, we would probably have to have weights and value, strength, and all of these attributes that mm-hmm. don't belong to a gender. Or it would be like the shake weight differences. Like they have the woman's shake weight that's like pink and dainty. Oh, yes. And they have like the men's shake weight that's like big and bulky. <laughs> <laughs> big and bulky. <laughs> this your shake weight. <laughs> this one's a manly shake weight. <laughs> oh, man. But it's just like those, those targeted images are around us all the time. And we're like... 
It's gotten better. It's it gotten better. hundred percent has gotten, gotten better, better, but we still just, we have some ways to go mm-hmm. in the conversation mm-hmm. and what we're showing like women, girls, everyone mm-hmm. around us. And then how we're also talking about our bodies. Yes. Yep. And like what that, what that sounds like, what mm-hmm. that looks like and how distracting our image is to us. Yes. This has been one of the main things for me for, for women, especially is that I think that we are not able to accomplish as much as we can in this life and in this world and contribute to society because we are so distracted by our body image and what we look like. Yeah. Instead we're of so what we're distracted doing. by beauty and, yeah. and like all of these things, what we're putting out into the world that we're not able to accomplish these great things mm-hmm. because we can't even focus on them because we have to worry about, you know, pulling, tucking in whatever tucking belly. In my butt so that it doesn't hang out. Yeah. Or... To our leggings. And like, is my, I gotta, I can't, I gotta pick at my shirt during mm-hmm. my workout because yep. That's a perfect example for me that I see all the time is that people are so uncomfortable in their body that they're picking at their clothes during their workout mm-hmm. and not focusing on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And isn't that an, a, it's a huge distraction. It's like, instead of picking up that barbell right now, I'm straightening out my shirt. Whereas like, yes, I've been that person before. And now I'm just like, I'm ripping that shit off. And we got that barbell to get to. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's like it. for life, that's such a, a major thing mm-hmm. for women. It's just that like, you're distracted by this thing mm-hmm. that you're not focusing on on the, the actual task thing. at hand. Yeah. Yeah. You're focusing more on what you look like doing the task than mm-hmm. doing the task itself. No, it makes me so mad because I just think like that's been part of my transformation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to Yeah, I'm like the, the mystical magic working. So. Yeah. The, the journey here yeah, is the that journey. like mm-hmm. once I stopped focusing so much on what my body looked like or what what I was like, give like perceived to the world and like what everyone thought of me or these other, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was, I came up with so much cool ideas. You came up with cool ideas. And like, not only that, but like, you're a happier person when you're like yes. that. Because mm-hmm. you're not constantly feeling self-conscious. Because you're just like, I like me. Mm-hmm. I don't really care if you like me. Yeah. Which I feel like is like, you know, what a lot of this group is all about. Oh yeah. That's what, that's what uh, we're all about. I like about. me. Yeah. I like me. <laughs> I like me. Um, and then we just got a big gang of them to be exactly. like, I like you too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we're all like, we all like ourselves. We should mm-hmm. like hang out and we don't feel intimidated about the fact that you like yourself because for yeah. some reason it's society because... didn't like when you like yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why society doesn't like it when you like yourself, but sometimes they don't. Wow. I guess because they can't make money off of you when you like yourself. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true right there. Yeah. It's easier to sell you stuff if you don't like what you look like. Yeah. But if you like what you look like, it's harder to sell you stuff. Yeah. Because then the like so many of the workout programs I see sometimes like look like this in this amount of days and it's like no so first things first, how do you put a day day yeah. thing on that? Well I don't know how that's, that's setting up for failure yeah, anyway. Exactly. But then it's like, and no, you like don't I don't want you to look like anybody else. Mm-hmm. I want you to look like you. I want yes. you to be the best version of you. We don't need a bunch of Stepfords. Nope. No, <laughs> we don't. The Stepford, yes. <laughs> such a good example. Um, such a good example. We don't. Yeah. We don't. And we also don't need um us to mentally be in the same same boat. Does yes. that make sense? Like yeah. we don't need everyone to think the same way. No, because we would um, never come up with great ideas. Exactly. Yeah. If we all thought the same way, we'd all just be thinking the same. It would be an echo chamber, right? Yep. Like you would just say something and everyone would just repeat it back and we would never be like, okay, but there is this other idea or a new way to think about something and then we can like expand from there. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that like encompasses too is just that there are so many different 
places in this journey. There's so many different body types. There's so many differences. Differences, which is awesome. Which is awesome. We like the uniqueness. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Because I just like things to be different. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want everything to be the same. It gets boring. So, Isley, if you were talking to some of our amazing women right now who are listening, who are struggling with their body image, and they're looking in the mirror, and they're like, I cannot see where I can love myself right now or love the way that I look. And I'm trying to do that, but I just, I don't see it and I don't believe Mm -hmm. it. What would you say to them? Stop looking in the mirror. Um, (laughs) I actually didn't for a long time other than to make sure that like my face looked okay, like going out in the public, like I didn't have like mascara down my cheek or something like that. And I started focusing on things that actually can bring value. Like, is someone around me happy? If they're not happy, can I figure out what's going on? Am I happy? If I'm not happy, then why am I not happy? Does it have to do with what I look like? Or does it have to do with like, I don't want to say like a real like issue, but more like something that like I can actually change. You know what I mean? Like something that yes. I can actually actively focus on changing. I'm going to focus on that. And it's almost like um, mind over matter. Like where you just like have this weird negative, like creeping thought of like, oh, I don't like what I look like. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, well, like I actually can't do anything about that right now. So it's time to move on and focus on something that I can do something about. So like if I'm lifting and I'm in a sports bra and I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh God, (laughs) got to cut it back. I'm like, cool. That thought had nothing productive to do towards this lifting session. What is that thought going to do for the fact that I need to pick up this heavy barbell and get it above my head? Mm -hmm. Nothing. So I need to go back to focusing on that barbell. And it's kind of like just distracting yourself until you don't care. A hundred percent. And I, and I always, I love the idea of a thought comes in and you say, shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this important to mm-hmm. me right now? Is this productive? Exactly. To me. Is it a productive right thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it is, maybe we can explore that. If it's not, throw it aside. Get rid of it. And move on. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a really important thing for people to hear. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes on our weight loss journeys, we want to take progress pictures and look in the mirror. And you know, what I see all the time is women taking videos or pictures themselves in the mirror and being like this part. I don't like this part. And mm-hmm. just, it's, it's picking. that nitpicking. And it's like, what is that? What is you is sitting there productive? hating? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is that doing anything for you besides making you sad? Is that making it so that you like yourself because sitting there and talking negative about yourself, isn't going to make you like yourself magically. Like, the old double negative thing doesn't work on anything except like grammar. <laughs> um, doesn't work in like real life for anything else. And maybe math. I think it worked in math a little bit. I don't know. I'm really bad at math, so I couldn't, remember, couldn't tell you. But yeah, just like sitting there and being super negative about yourself doesn't actually do anything productive. And it's not getting you any closer to it's your not, goals. It's not getting you any closer to your goals. So the, the less that you focus on on that and like, once again, like focusing, less less focus on what you look like, mm-hmm. more focus on what you can do, more focus on at the end of the day where you like, did I bring the best version of myself to the table today? Did I bring the best version of myself to the people that I care about and that I love today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did I do it for me? Did I do it for them? Did I do it for the job that you love and the life that you're trying to build? And any of what I said, does that, does that any of that have to do with what you look like? No, it doesn't have Mm -hmm. anything to do with what you look like. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with what your body looks like. It has nothing to do with it. It has more to do with what you as a human being did. Yeah. I love what your you, brain allows you to do. No, I creep on your Instagram all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. But I think you said this yesterday or today or something. And you were like, 
change I, what I have to do today to what I get to do yes. today. Yes, yes, yes. And I just thought that was such a great like reminder because in an everyday thing, you're like, I have to do this thing. I have to do this podcast with exactly. I have to be there. And I have to be and- there. I have to do this thing. Sometimes you even look at your workout and you're like, oh God, I have to do thrusters. Oh mm-hmm. my God. And then actually I used to be that person. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a workout that was like three different variations of Fran and it was really, really terrible. And a week later I injured my back so bad that I couldn't tie my own shoes. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in bed and being super sad because my body wouldn't let me do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what I would give to be able to do that stupid three workout version of yeah. Fran right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really helped me realize that like, I need to be grateful that my body allows me to do the things that I ask it to do. And once again, that has nothing to do with what I look like. It has everything to do with what, if my muscles are doing what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And if what I'm doing is allowing my muscles to function properly mm-hmm. or allowing my body to do what it can do. Yeah. I think we overlook that so much too. Yes. Is like, is just saying like my body has taken me this far in life and has allowed me to do some amazing things. Even if you're unhappy with your body right now and you're saying my body is causing me some limitations, mm-hmm. but it's gotten <clears throat> you through so much, some crazy things. It's, yeah. You know, personally, like for everyone listening, think about something that that's been hard in your life that you've gotten to the other side of mm-hmm. like your body carried you there. It did. And it didn't matter what it looked like. Well, it did it, but it got yeah. you through it. Mm-hmm. The boat stayed afloat. Yeah. Regardless of if it had a bumpy patch. Yeah. <laughs> a, or something a bumpy sail. Like, or something that society says is not exactly. cool or pretty it was red or whatever. Of green. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It got you through. Yeah. And there's some respect to, I mean, if, if another person got us through, mm-hmm hard times in our lives and we felt like they were a player in the game that made us come out on the other side Mm -hmm. like you would give them the utmost respect Mm -hmm. and I just ask you to do that for your body yeah your body or yourself because you're the one that got you through that Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. and maybe that has to do with your body letting you get through it but a lot of it's also the mental aspect of you got yourself through it Mm -hmm. and isn't it funny how we just it's a lot of times like we cut off our heads and we're like the health has nothing to do with our mindset yes. or our body has nothing to do with our mindset. And it's like, they feed into each other. So they're much. weird. They're literally connected. They're the same thing. <laughs> yes. They're one and the same. And you can't have a healthy mindset and your body not be healthy because mm-hmm. usually you're not healthy body is going to feed you an unhealthy mindset. Yep. And if your body is unhealthy, they go, they, they go back and forth. They feed each other. And that's why when I talk about nutrition a lot, because it's a really big passion of mine, but I always say that I'm like, I can give you a list of things mm-hmm. to eat. Mm-hmm. And I can say like, this is what I eat throughout the day. Not that mm-hmm. that should be what you eat, but mm-hmm. this is, these are the things. That's what works for you. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that it works for everyone. No, but if we haven't worked on the mindset around food. Around food, yeah. And what issues have led us to where we are now, mm-hmm. we're not doing the work. Yep. And like from a clinical mindset, I'm like, yeah, we can, you know, we can give a, a pill or something, but we're not doing the work. We're not putting in the work exactly. that's going to get us those long standing changes mm-hmm. which is you know a common thing with anxiety which i i kind of wanted to bring up a little mm-hmm. bit oh yeah absolutely i talk about anxiety <laughs> pretty publicly all the time mm-hmm. i'm like hey guys i'm dying inside today let's get going <laughs> <laughs> let's get going carry on <laughs> well i wanted 
to just like mention that, you know, you have had some anxiety in the Mm -hmm. past and maybe how you use fitness. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fitness at the risk of sounding very dramatic. There have been days where like, I do not want to get out of bed. I do not want to exist. I do not want to be alive. Yeah. I care about fitness and like, I don't know why I care about fitness. I don't know why it makes me so happy that that's the only reason that I got out of bed. That's the only reason that I went to work is because I'm like, well, I want to go to the gym. There have been days where I haven't given a shit about going to the gym either because I've been that depressed. Mm -hmm. And I've still been like, well, you still have those goals that you like kind of give a shit about, even though right now they're not that important. Mm -hmm. And so you still need to work towards those. And like, there have been days where like, I'm like, I don't care what was on the bar. I picked up the bar. I didn't record it. I'm, you know me, I'm notorious for recording everything in a little notebook. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Record everything. Didn't record it. Didn't do anything. I was just like, hey, like I showed up today. And the act of doing that release those endorphins that you get when you fitness. Mm-hmm. And also just like the sound of the risk of sounding weird. Like, you know, when you're like, put yourself into that pain cave, yeah. it momentarily distracts you from whatever mental ailment that you're having. Because yes. if you're dying hard enough in there, you don't have time to think about why you're sad. And that gives you the mental break that you need away from that subject that's making you so sad or so depressed or so anxious. Mm-hmm. It's because you're focusing on like breathing and like living it and interrupts that pattern. it interrupts that pattern. So it gives you the break that you don't always know how to get without putting yourself in that place, mm-hmm. which is also why I fitness a lot because I have a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. something I work on, but like, that's, um, that's definitely a huge part of fitness and anxiety and depression. And also just like the, the anxiety or depression where you're like, well, I'm not good enough or I'm not this, or I'm not that mm-hmm. fitness helps with that because you do, Oh, you look at a workout, right? And you're like, there's no way I'm good enough to do that workout. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll try anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you go out there and you get it done. And you're like, holy shit, I underestimated myself. Yeah. Same thing with life. Like same thing. Um, even driving here today, I was like thinking about all these things that I want out of life. And I was like, until you tell yourself that you deserve those things, you're never going to get them mm-hmm. because you won't believe it yourself. And you won't like you go that extra mile when you truly deserve or believe that you deserve something. Yes. Same with fitness. When you truly believe that like you are doing the work and you deserve that thing, you'll do whatever it takes to get that thing. Yes. Because you're not going to be like, well, I'm just not that person. It's like, who the hell said I'm not that person? Me. Me. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So why would you limit yourself like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just, I love it so much. I mean, it's obviously something that we kind of talk about a lot, but it's the reason why we done everything like mm-hmm. I would have been like no I'm not I don't have a podcast voice <laughs> I'm not gonna start a podcast but like there were so many other steps ahead of that that were like no you've worked so hard you have a good message you need to spread it yeah exactly and, like you deserve this like yep. do it do this thing do other the thing. people deserve it sometimes you have to just use the other people the other people like, yeah, yeah like, like someone else needs to hear this yeah <laughs> like, someone else it. out there has to <laughs> mm-hmm no, but I love that because I think, you know, talked about depression, anxiety um, in the in a past episode, but I think it's so important for people to hear mm-hmm. that even now. Oh, even now you still, it, oh yeah. Like I'll have days where I wake up and like, I am anxious as hell. You know it. Cause I'll text yeah. you and be like, Hey, I'm really worried about all these things. And you're mm-hmm. like, Hey, calm down. <laughs> hey, calm down. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Calm down. You're loved. Love you. <laughs> exactly. You're fine. Um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just a struggle of life. Like that never goes away, but we get better at dealing with it. It's the same way that when you run into like 
having a flat tire and the first time you get a flat tire, it's like, it takes like two hours to get the problem fixed. Yeah. Maybe the next time it takes like an hour and a half, you shaved mm-hmm. an extra half hour off there. And then eventually you're like, oh, I got a flat tire. This will take me 15 minutes to fix and I'm mm-hmm. on my day. Yeah. Same thing with like anything that causes you anxiety, depression. And that's not to say that's like always what's going to happen. You're still going to get your butt kicked mm-hmm. every now and again. Yeah. But you're better equipped to deal with it because maybe in five years I'll deal with something that now if I was to have to deal with it, I like wouldn't. Yeah. But in five years, if I keep on working on who I am as a person and like a lot of that is through fitness. Yeah. Because that's just my outlet. That's mm-hmm. just what like my brain chose or whatever I chose. I'm not really sure yeah. how we went hand in hand because like I said, like. 10 years ago, if you asked me to run a mile, I'd be like, huh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, good joke. I thank you for saying that because I think so many people are like, I'm there right now. Run yes. a mile, ha, joke. Yeah. And it's like, we were there. Oh my God. I remember um, the first time that I was trying to deadlift 185, could not get it to leave the ground. And like one of my friends was like, you just have to like come and like pick it up. Mm-hmm. And I remember she deadlifted it so easy. I can routinely throw that above my head now. Mm-hmm. So obviously like things change yeah. and it's, it's an important, it, it's an, it didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for people to hear that too, mm-hmm. because I do have clients that are like, Oh, like you've always been like fit. And I'm like, no, no, oh, <laughs> no. I was the girl in gym class that would be like, Mr. Dick, I don't feel good. So I'm just going to like, maybe get a note from the nurse and not work out. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, whatever. Okay. I wasn't fit. Yeah. I was not fit. Mm-hmm. I think my first, like, yeah. No. <laughs> But now, mm. yeah, now it's athlete. a lot better. Now, yeah, I'm an athlete, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is still weird for some of us to hear ourselves yes. saying, no matter how long we've been in the game. I know a few of you ladies are like, I don't know how to call myself an athlete. Sometimes we still never know how to call ourselves an athlete, but we are working at it. All working the time. at it. Exactly. Yeah. I want you to say something positive about yourself today. Yes. Say something positive about yourself. And one of my favorite exercises is like at the end of the day to like think about like, one or two things that you like did well. One or two Tell things that you did well. That you did well. Yeah. Has nothing to do with nothing what you look like. Yes. Nothing to do with your like. Yeah. Nothing to do with what you look like. Everything yeah. to do with something that you did well. We're, we'll post it in our group. Mm-hmm. Those two things that you did really well today that have nothing to do with what you with what you look like. We love you. See you in the group. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, head over to the Facebook group and take part in our free weekly workouts for a chance to win some badass gear. Search Fitness Programming by CVG on Facebook. We're in there every day. It's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. See you next week. Crush your goals.